This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined us today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He's given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And with that, I welcome you into what will be a very educational edition of Equip. You know, most of the time when I come to this program, I'm coming as a pastor, as a radio broadcaster, but there's also a huge part of my heart that comes to this program as a parent. And today is one of those days where as a parent, I'm thinking about my children and During this time of year, most of us are doing that, and you're doing that right now. Uh, Children are always at the forefront of our minds and our hearts as well. And as you think about the big topics that you're processing with your kids, uh, what is unavoidable for this generation in this day and age are conversations around gender and sexuality. It is one of those uh, issues that uh, unfortunately is thrust upon us at a younger and younger age. And so today, I want to help to equip moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, uh, with a resource that will help you to talk about gender and sexuality with your kids at an early age in a way that is God-honoring and that reinforces our biblical virtues Immorality. You know, a lot has been said, in particular during the political season, about sex ed in the public school system. And uh, I recognize not all of you have kids in the public school system, but it's a microcosm of our broader culture. And the message is that our kids are being sent, unfortunately, is that gender is fluid. It's something you get a chance to choose, that it has nothing to do with biology, that science in this area does not matter, that it's just a matter of personal perspective or opinion. In many ways, our kids are not only being indoctrinated, but you could argue preyed upon by a culture that is marred in sexual confusion, identity crises, and sending the wrong message. So how do we redeem this moment? Well, we have to have resources to do it. And so that's why I'm really excited to have my guest today, uh, Marty Machowski, who has written a phenomenal book, God Made Boys and Girls. It's a kid's book. But man, every parent I know is going to love it. Now, Marty is a family pastor at Covenant Fellowship Church in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, where he served for 30 years. He's also uh, the leader of Promise Kingdom. Now, that's a gospel-centered children's ministry uh, that I believe is one of the best. He's also uh, executive editor-in-chief of the Children's Resources at New Grove Press. Marty, how are you, brother? I am doing just fine, Chris. Thanks for that great introduction and for introducing your audience so uh, articulately uh, with regard to the issues facing parents today. Now, every book, Marty, has an origin story. Uh, I want you to just take a moment to share a little bit 
about your motivation behind this particular book. But before you do that, let's talk about your passion for kids and your ministry. Well, I've been serving uh, in children's ministry ever since I became a pastor more than 30 years ago. And what I've realized is that parents, I haven't met a Christian parent who did not want to disciple their kids, but they often don't know exactly how to go about it. And so I began with our church and then later through New Growth Press, providing resources to help parents do what they want to do. And so that has been a joy of mine and a passion these last, since about 2000, and in God's kind grace, he's enabled me to write books that provide gospel-centered resources for families and for churches in partnering with families so that parents don't have to wonder, how do I go about this important (laughs) task? Well, I appreciate your ministry to the body. And I said to you before we even got started, you know, thank you. Thank you for the resources you're equipping us with. And man, as a dad of kids ranging in age from three to 16, boy, am I grateful for your most recent. So let's talk about God made boys and girls. What's the story behind this? Why did you decide, man, this book needs to be written and it needs to be written now? Well, I had a pastor friend of mine named Mark come up to me and said, Marty, you really ought to do something on gender. And I thought, gender, that's not a topic that I've really thought about much. And so I began to do research. And that's when I came across the story of a California preschool teacher who shepherded her class through a gender transition ceremony where a little boy left the room, dressed up in girl clothes, and came back and was introduced to these young kids as a girl. And of course, none of the parents knew that this was coming. And uh, the teacher used a very popular book that really promotes the idea of gender fluidity and that you get to choose whether you want to be a boy or a girl. And kids left that confused. One one little girl said, Mommy, I don't want to turn into a boy. And I saw the book that she used, looked up online to see what books are available here. Who's speaking for the Word of God Mm. on this topic? Mm. And I didn't find anything. And I thought, okay, well, now I know there's there's a mission here that needs to be accomplished. And I set out to create God-made boys and girls to give parents a resource that would teach two things. First... Your gender is a gift from God. And then secondly, and just as important, that can never change. So if God made you a girl, you are a girl for life. If God made you a boy, you're a boy for life. Those two truths are key to teach our youngest children so that whenever, if ever, and likely uh, they will face uh, the lie that, gender is fluid, they'll know, no, it's not. My gender is a gift from God, and that can never change. You you just said so many just super powerful things there. Uh, One thing that I I just want to affirm is that there is a plethora of resources targeting our kids and sending the wrong message. There are books, there are resources, and I think what's groundbreaking, Marty, about what you've done is uh, for the first time that I've seen you've given a resource to parents that is so approachable, 
by ch- for children that are elementary age or, or younger. The other thing that I'll say is this, is that a lot of us have been taught that those who maybe deny the gospel are doing it on the basis of science, that atheism, secularism in our society is all pro-science. But what I hear you saying is, no, 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 slow down, pump the brakes, not as it relates to gender, at least. As it relates to gender, and I think it was Nancy Piercy in her book, Love Thy Body, who first said this, at least that I read, uh, that as it pertains to gender, our culture is saying, I am not my body, uh, or science doesn't define me. Is that right? Well, it's it's very true, and it's scary. It's amazing what is being taught. So, uh, for example, one of the things you find in gender-fluid ideology in children's books, now these are children's books, is that who you are on the outside, your physical makeup, uh, your uh, the way that God made you a boy or a girl, who you are in the outside isn't necessarily who you are in the inside. So you could be a boy with boy anatomy and really be a girl on the inside. But that's not what science says. Uh, science tells us that if you are female, if you're a girl, you have X. X chromosomes. And those XX chromosomes are in every single cell of your body. So if you are a girl on the outside, you have girl toes, girl hair, a girl nose, a girl heart, a girl brain, girl capillaries, girl girl blood cells. Every part of your body is girl. In fact, if investigators find a hair and they want to determine who was this person at the crime scene, Well, they'll tell you, was that a girl's hair or a boy's hair? They won't have to wait to ask the person who dropped it. Now, what did you feel like you were that day? Which is also kind of crazy because just as easily as you can decide that you are a different gender, you can re-decide to go back again, back and forth, as many times as you want. And each time you decide, that becomes your new gender. That's not what science tells us. So here we're starting to explain the difference between boys and girls. But I love what Marty does in his book, God Made Boys and Girls. We're going to take a break. But when we come back from this break, we're going to introduce you to the characters of this book. You'll get a chance to meet Maya. You'll get a chance to meet Lucas, Mr. Ramirez, and the whole cast of uh, characters in this book that really help to bring to life for our kids what it's like to be on the playground having these conversations. Friends, I wish we could shelter our kids from all of this. Uh, We all know that we're in a hyper-sexualized culture, and some of these conversations you would want to hold off until your kid was a preteen at least or maybe a little bit older. But the reality is, is they're having these conversations now. So our commitment to you is to make sure we're equipping you to more effectively live, share, and defend your faith. And if we've been a blessing in doing that, can you stand with us prayerfully and financially in this season? Your generous year-end tax-deductible gift will help us to finish the year strong and to dream big about the year that is to come. Dow 888 We'll be right back. 
It's December, and here at Equip, we want to thank you for your generous gifts throughout this year. Your donations bless others with the truth of the gospel, and together, we're pointing people to the life-changing hope and freedom of Jesus Christ. Let's finish this year strong by continuing to support this ministry and program, or become a first-time investor in the ministry. Give us a call today at 888-644-4144, or go to EquipRadio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. My guest, Marty Machowski, is a family pastor, author as well of the book, God Made Boys and Girls. Marty, you and I were just talking about why such a resource is needed. Let's talk about the resource itself. Uh, Can I tell you, I love this story. Uh, What I love about this story, and I want you to give an overview in just a moment, is how I could see it happening. Like, it is such a natural story and it's something I think our kids are encountering all the time. And so we have this uh, this main character, Maya, and, uh, and and she is faster than all the boys on the football field. And, and I want you to pick it up from there. But what I appreciate is the fact that a lot of folks are listening and hear you say, well, hey, those double X chromosomes mean you're a girl through and through. And someone might be saying, well, why am I built this way if I'm a girl through and through or a guy through and through? Why do I have these uh, types of affinities or why do I uh, seem to have uh, this type of uh, makeup or thought pattern? Uh, I love that the book addresses that. So talk about Maya and her journey. Well, Maya's the main character of the book, and she's on the playground playing with the boys, just as you said. She loves to run with the football, and she runs like the wind. She's so fast. God's blessed her with that gift of speed. And so, you know, the girls are just sitting on the side, and they're talking, but she wants to run with the boys. When Lucas comes along, and he says, if you keep playing with the boys, you're going to turn into a boy. Now, their teacher, Mr. Ramirez, is listening in. And he corrects Lucas, and then as recess ends, he takes the class in and takes the opportunity to teach them about God's good gift of gender. And I wanted to bring in some of these stereotypes because that is what is being used to really attack our children today. So it used to be if a girl liked to climb trees, she might be called a tomboy. But today, if a girl likes to, let's say, run with the boys, play football, and climb trees, uh, her teacher might call her gender nonconforming. Now, you would think that teachers would not use that kind of terminology with younger children, but the youngest children are being told, you're gender nonconforming. I wonder what gender you are as though the gender that God gave them at birth is somehow uh, second best, and that now they get to discover whatever gender they are. So I wanted to talk about stereotypes in the book and help children, help parents understand that just because you're a girl, that doesn't mean that you can't think about fixing cars or like fixing cars, or if you're a boy, you shouldn't be singing or dancing. Because clearly, God doesn't reserve certain gifts for only boys or certain gifts 
for only girls. If you think about King David, he played the harp. He, he loved to sing. Today, uh, a teacher might say, hey, David, son of uh, Jesse, you're gender nonconforming, which, of course, would be completely untrue. It's completely untrue, and it is, uh, again, not only indoctrinating, but in many ways, when you're talking about kids that age dealing with adults who are put in positions of authority, it becomes a, a, a form of abuse if, uh, if uh, coupled with a sense of uh, pressure and expectation to conform to this kind of perspective. Now, one of the things that you often hear argue, moms and dads, is that, hey, gender is a social construct. And while there are certain behaviors that we would say have been uh, stereotypes, as you just identified, Marty, um, there seems to be this, this binary approach to gender woven deeply in Scripture. And I want to read one verse that is at the opening of your book, and I want you to comment. Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Share your thoughts about that verse and what it's saying to us. Well, God created people according to a pattern of design. And we see that. We talked about it a little earlier. It shows up in your chromosomes. Girls have XX chromosomes. Boys have XY chromosomes. They're different at the molecular level in their design. And that's the way God made them so that they would represent uh, for, you know, from Genesis throughout God's plan and design for families. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Now, when God looked upon his creation, he, he didn't say until they changed their mind. He, he said, very good. So what God has created, this order and pattern and purpose to male female, marriage, gender, we as, as people should not think that we've got a better idea and try to undo or redo what God did. And the reality science tells us is that that's impossible. No one has ever been able to take a male XY chromosomed creature and transform them into a female XX creature that has been and continues to be scientifically impossible. So in Genesis 2, when, uh, and I want to say, man, so often as you're talking, I'm a pastor, so that's always my temptation. So I'll just quickly say amen to everything you just said, brother. Uh, but in Genesis 2, we see this story of God bringing the animals to Adam. What is that story designed to teach us? Well, he needs a helper. He wants someone like him. And I believe that God takes him through this naming of the animals and looking at these creatures so that he can see the difference between the created order of animals and the created order made in the image of God and what he sees is that there is no creature available here 
who matches me, who's made in the image of God as I am, any creature that's made in the pattern that God used to create me. And that's when, of course, we know God says, well, here goes, Adam. I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to take a rib, and instead of from the dust of the earth, um, I'm going to fashion you a bride, a woman from man, which is why her first name is woman. Uh, you know, Adam names her. He's, he's given the ability to name all the creatures. He names her woman because she was taken out of man. Eve is the, is the name that he later renames her uh, after the fall. But her, her first name is woman. Uh, and, of course, Adam is uh, the name which means man in Hebrew. Well, you know, and I've always told my kids this, that um, women are the only ones who can have children, which uh, was uncontroversial until recently. So Eve becomes the, the, uh, the human uh, who has the womb, who has the ability to carry and birth children. That's something unique to women. That's a controversial statement, and uh, I'm glad that your book takes it head on. Now, when you get to uh, about four or five pages into your book, you see Mr. Ramirez, one of the main characters in this book, uh, right on his chalkboard back in the classroom as he's educating the kids on uh, gender, that gender is God's good gift, that gender is God's good gift. Some wouldn't describe it that way, and you know this, Marty. Some would describe their gender as a prison or as a cage that they're trapped in, wanting to be free. So how do you support the thought that, no, 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 gender is a good gift from God? Well, you know, this is such a touchy subject in our culture. It can help us to look at another kind of confusion. So uh, someone today with anorexia and the uh, emotional uh, weaknesses that come with that uh, syndrome, that condition, they might think that at uh, 80 pounds, they're, they're fat and, and they need to lose weight. Uh, and so what you have to recognize is that uh, that's, of course, wrong. And at 80 pounds, they're probably too light and un- unhealthy in their weight. And that we need to recognize that just because a person thinks something doesn't mean that they're correct. And we need to adjust the people we love when they cross certain boundary lines. So when they think that at 80 pounds they're too fat, we need to say, no, you're not. You're, you're just as God made you. When they think that they're terrible because you know, their nose is too big or their ears are too big. And we need to say, no, 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 That God made you just the way you are. Or if they think that their life is not worth living and they feel they should end it, we never say, oh, your feelings are right. We correct them. But what has happened in this area of gender is we have stopped bringing correction. Doctors and therapists are Uh, greatly discouraged from challenging people who are gender confused from asking the question, what might have caused your confusion? Often there can be abuse, neglect, bullying, and those uh, kinds of things are not being examined because everybody says you can't question gender. The child is right. And let's give them hormones. It's a scary, scary way to go. And it's being popularized. One of the famous shows that 
originally started on Oprah Winfrey's uh, Oxygen Network, or OWN, I'm sorry, OWN Network, and then went to TLC. Is a story called I Am Jazz. Maybe you're familiar with it, Marty, uh, but it chronicles the story of a nine-year-old when the program began who wanted to uh, transition from being a boy to being a girl. And um, and uh, the story continues uh, to this day, uh, chronicling uh, the life of this this individual who, at the age of two, uh, asked their mom, when am I going to be able to switch uh, from being uh, uh, a boy to being a girl? Well, uh, the parents decided, let's just affirm this. Let's get behind this as a two-year-old. So it raises the question, what do we owe our kids and how should we respond when our two-year-old or four or five or 10 or 12 comes to us and says, I think I might be the wrong gender? We're going to pick that question up on the other side of this break and give Marty an opportunity to give us a response to that. Friends, Marty is a gift to the body of Christ. You can find out more about him and about uh, his resources at our website. All you have to do is go to equipradio.org. That's equipradio.org during this break. And when you come, when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk to you about how a few of you can actually get uh, win a copy, get a copy of uh, this wonderful book. It's called God Made boys and girls and it needs to be on your bookshelf in your family and home library if you're a parent of toddlers or little kids or you're expecting this is a conversation you need to be equipped to have if you're a grandparent and you want to support the next generation you need to have this resource so you can find out how to order at our website also while you're there support the program we need your help financially to finish the year strong we've been a blessing to you you stand with us at EquipRadio.org. We'll be right back with much more right after this. Hey, Equippers. Thank you for blessing us with your faithful monthly support. You should have received an email detailing how to sign up for our next interactive Zoom webinar. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you. Now, if you're not an equipper and you want to attend, all you have to do to become a monthly partner is call 888-644-4144 or go online to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Marty Kowski is my guest today. He has written a wonderful book, God Made Boys and Girls. We're asking for you to get a copy. I'm also asking for our friends who have been blessed by the program to help us to finish the year strong. We need your gifts, large or small, if we're going to be able to do that. But I trust that God has spoken to your heart and I trust that you've been blessed by the program. Maybe you're a business owner and you're playing us during your lunch break or playing us in in your uh, place of business and you'd like to give to the ministry and program. I would love for you to reach out at 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Give not only personally, uh, but from your business as well. And, and God is so gracious and kind to uh, to protect and provide for us. And if your testimony is like mine, he's been faithful all through this year. 
And so it is a joy to be able to give back into gospel-centered ministries that are committed to proclaiming the message that Jesus is Lord, the Word of God is true, and that there's but one way to salvation, and that's through faith in Christ. Marty, we're talking about your great book, God Made Boys and Girls. Now, who gets to determine then our gender? Where do we, I, I know you talked about girls, our, our XX, double X chromosomes, boys are uh, XY, but who makes that choice? Well, God made that choice. And, and one of the things that I like to help uh, parents with is that we do, just as you said, we need to be teaching this to our youngest kids. It, it, imagine this, imagine a four-year-old is with a group of people and one of the parents says, hey, look at that beautiful green sky. The child would say, that sky's not green, mister. Uh, With all respect, that's a blue sky. Oh, no, it's green. They would never stand for it. Why would they insist that the sky is blue as we know that it is? Well, because ever since they were the youngest they have been, their parents have always said that the sky is blue. We want our children's gender to be such a certainty with them that it would be like the blue sky. If somebody says, well, maybe you're not a girl, maybe you should be a boy, they would laugh in a similar way and say, in all due respect, sir, um, that's not true. My gender can't change. And so I think with the youngest ages, we want to teach our kids, if they're a boy, they are our uh, wonderful boy. And just repeating it is all that really needs to happen. I am so glad that God made you a boy. I'm a grandfather. I have six grandchildren. And when my grandchildren come over, which is frequently, I look for opportunities to affirm the boy's manhood and to say, I'm so glad that God made them a boy and to affirm womanhood in the girls. And I'm so glad that God made you to be a girl. That is so exciting and wonderful so that they grow up knowing their true gender is the one that God gave them and it can't change. So that's what I think we need. That's where we begin. Well, I'm I'm grateful that you brought up grandparents because I always say this, Marty, grandparents are the second most important set of people in a child's life, parents being the first. And so grandmas, granddads, you have a huge ministry opportunity in this regard to reinforce the message of Scripture in a loving, kind, compassionate, warm way that celebrates who God has designed and created our children to be. So I encourage you as grandparents, don't just see this as a conversation between mom and dad. As much as God gives you grace and time with your grandkids, proactively affirm their gender and celebrate it as one of the good gifts that God gives us. But again, Marty, what do you say to the parent who says, hey, I did that, but now my kid is a preteen or a teenager and they're walking through the door saying, I'm confused about my identity. Or they're even younger saying, I think God may have made a mistake. What is your wisdom on how we respond to that? Well, the first thing that I would say to parents is don't panic. Don't freak out. Uh, because children are fickle. They're easily able to be moved. And, and so we want to ask some questions as to how they came to that conclusion. 
So they maybe spoke to someone at school or they have a friend. There's a a very scary uh, pattern that is taking place in our culture. And that is that young adolescent girls in particular, uh, they have traditionally built their friendships with other girls. You know, boys are still a bit immature. They're not providing the kind of relational uh, stability for girls, you know, they're they're wanting to, you know, throw worms at each other. Well, girls are, are wanting meaningful, mature relationships. Well, those used to be really close friends among preteens and early teens with girls, but now they're being told that though those are gender non-conforming behaviors and being asked to think about their gender indifferently that maybe some of those girls are actually boys and that's the reason why they're attracted to one another and so we need to we need to be aware that these kinds of lies affect our kids if your child is very young preschool early elementary have a conversation with them reestablish the truth try to help them understand that their gender is a gift from god that will never change if they're older one of the things that i would say is while you're going to do that be aware of social media. Um, your daughters and sons in those preteen and teen years are very vulnerable to being coached and being affirmed in a wrong idea by Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. You know, people will get on these platforms and uh, they will look for people who are confused or look for people who are exploring these ideas. And they'll feed them ongoing lies and tell them things like, you know, maybe your family is not really a safe environment for you. Mm. One of the things that's very common that I've heard parents say there, if your child says, hey, I'm not sure that my family's a safe place for me anymore. They, they didn't get that from you. They got that from somebody else. So um, it's do not panic, but let's be sure that we're the major influencers of our kids and find out as best as we can where they're getting that message. Your your book is a great gift. I've said that several times, and I want to put some feet to that statement. And part of the way we're going to do that is by uh, giving away five complimentary copies. I love whenever I'm able to do this because it feels like I'm giving away a birthday gift or a Christmas gift to someone. Well, here's my gift to you. Uh, you go to social media and let us know, I need a copy of that, God Made Boys and Girls by Marty, and uh, we're going to pick five names, five names, and we're going to get the book out to you, but you need to do it right away because those five names, I'm sure, are going to go uh, quickly, those five copies of God Made Boys and Girls. So go to our social media platforms. It's a beautiful thing, Marty about social media when it's used for the good is that it becomes an excellent platform for us to connect and shine bright the light of the gospel. And I want to do that by giving away five copies of Marty's book. Now, you may say, Chris, my name, what if it's not picked? Well, don't fret. You still can get your copy of Marty's book. It's easy to order. And I would just simply say this, that this is one of those books where if I'm you, I'm ordering multiple copies 
you can give it away to your pastor to be able to help your pastor to know how to talk about this and how to train other families. You can get it to the hands of other uh, families in your small group, your life group. But whatever you do, be a blessing. Maybe your grandparent, just like Marty, you can get it to your kids. So I encourage you to do so right now. So go to Facebook and Twitter. Let us know if you want a copy. And uh, once we've uh, picked five names, uh, everyone else, go to our website, equipradio.org. That's equipradio.org. There you can learn about Marty and about how to order this book. Friends, you've heard me say it before. We are quickly coming to the end of another incredible year. God has been so faithful. And as we plan for 2023, we want to be here right by your side. But in order to do that, we need your financial support and partnership. So can you today consider giving your most generous year-end tax-deductible gift? Go to our website, equipradio.org. On Equip, we tackle the tough issues, and there sure have been many this past year. But we continue to confront them with the relevant biblical truth of the gospel. As we turn to a new year, will you join our Christ-centered approach by becoming an auto-gift monthly partner? Keep Equip on the air in your community and across the nation. Your $30, $50, or $85 a month gift will make a huge difference in this new year. Equip yourself and make a difference for Christ and his kingdom at the same time by calling 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I'm having such a great conversation about a new book called God Made Boys and Girls. Marty, we only have a few minutes left, so I want to dive right in. Your book covers more than just gender. I know that at the core, your heart is not just to have a discussion about gender, but about God and about the gospel. Talk about your passion and, and uh, your inclusion of the gospel in this uh, book. Well, uh, um, thanks, for Chris, for mentioning that. I love including the gospel in every book that I write for kids. The, the Bible says the gospel is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. And so when it comes to this issue of, of gender and confusion, what ultimately is our salvation? It's not just preparing our kids uh, the truth about gender. We also want to teach them the truth about God, that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross, and uh, through trusting in him, we can have eternal life, and God will put his spirit into our heart and write his law upon our heart. We, We have a culture that needs to hear about Jesus. They are creating laws unto themselves. They're saying what is right is wrong, and what is wrong is right. But the way that that changes in an individual person's life is when they hear the good news about Jesus, believe the good news about Jesus, have the Spirit of God placed as a guarantee in their heart, and the Spirit of God opens their eyes to the truth of the gospel and the truth of God that's found in His Word. That's what transforms a person ultimately. That's what's going to transform our kids and that is what can have the power to transform any person who's confused on these issues. All right. One of the last topics I want to hit with you uh, in this conversation 
is the fact that our kids are going to hopefully uh, accept God's truth, have a deep faith and belief in it. What advice do you want to give to parents on how to coach their kids when they run into other kids who don't share their opinion? What about those neighbor kids that uh, believe differently than us? How should we approach our neighbor? Well, we need to make sure that we remember that there are a lot of victims out there who are confused because the people who are are uh, pushing these ideas, these false ideas, are uh, communicating that to kids, and those kids are getting confused. So, you know, the fact that someone would be confused about their gender, we don't want to make them a part of the problem. They're a victim having fallen to these false ideologies. And so what can we do? We want to love them. We want to befriend them. We don't want to reject them. What did Jesus do for the outcast? He reached out to the outcast. And so we want to have compassion. We want to understand that it's easy to be confused, particularly when you don't have the foundation of God's Word to keep you anchored in the truth. And so many of the people around us don't have that truth. So we want to develop compassion in our own heart and compassion for our kids' friends and help them to do the same. And what we can do as a family is pray for those children. Yeah, I love this. In in the book, you put it this way. Jesus said, we should love our neighbors and even those who disagree with us. So we should show love to people who might be confused about their gender and about how God made them. And remember, uh, the goal is ultimately that they might put their faith and trust in Christ. The goal is not to simply win a gender debate, is it? That's exactly right. In fact, if you win a gender debate, but the person doesn't know the reason for the hope that you have, you haven't shared with them Jesus, well, then you haven't given them the most important truth that you carry. Yeah, and 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 not only that, you leave them exposed. Maybe you've debunked this particular lie, but you've left them exposed to the, the prince of lies, if you will, and all the rest of this culture has to smuggle in uh, by way of those things that look appealing to our eyes that disrupted Adam and Eve's uh, future, the consequences we've all had to bear the brunt of. But when Jesus comes, redemption comes, and that's the good news of the gospel is that Christ has come, and so we're all special. You know, I, I did want to mention one other thing that your book does, and that is it affirms boys and girls. And I want to just mention that because we live in a day and age where a lot of, in my opinion, Marty, a lot of the gender confusion that we have right now is really the result of a inappropriate response to legitimately uh, in, uh, injustices that have happened over the years. And part of those injustices has been the sin of sexism or the diminishing or degrading of women as a gender. Praise God that you affirm the beauty of boyhood and the beauty of girlhood. Well, God made them male and female. It doesn't say then that God made the male in his image. He made them male and female both in his image. And so we are equal in God's eyes, male and female, though God has given us different roles. Uh, Boys are called to be dads. Uh, Girls uh, are called to be moms. Uh, As you said earlier, it's it's girls that can have babies, not, not boys. We're not the same. 
but we are equal in our worth before God. Mm. And God is going to welcome uh, girls and boys into heaven who put their trust in him, and he's going to say to both, well done, my good and faithful servant. What is your hope uh, with this book? I know you've written it, you've presented it to the world. What's your hope? My hope is that parents will recognize the importance of having a resource like this and teaching their youngest children so that when their kids go to school and they're told that gender is fluid, they would see that like someone telling them the sky is green. They would say, no, it's blue. No, it's not fluid. God's the, the gender that God has given me is his goods gift to me, and that can never change. Five truths about gender. Every person is specially created by God. All boys and girls are not created the same. Gender is not determined by our personality or preferences. The gender confusion of our culture is the result of rejecting God's truth and his ways. And then finally, we are called to love our neighbor. Marty, you're off the hot seat, brother, and I appreciate you so very much for the work that you've done. Beyond this book, your lifetime commitment to passing the gospel from one generation to the next, I'm grateful for you, and I'm thankful that you've carved out this hour to be with me. God bless you, Marty. Thanks, Chris. It's been fun talking to you. Friends, I want to encourage you, as I've been doing throughout the program, this is a great book, a great book. Uh, this time of year, we're looking for uh, things to really shape our our children. I really want to encourage you to consider God made boys and girls, how children understand the gift of gender. Uh, with that being said, I also want to make one final appeal, and that appeal is for you to mark your calendars for January 12th. January 12th is going to be our next Zoom webinar. It's for our monthly partners. We call those good folks equippers. We're going to talk about Jesus, anxiety, and depression. What does the Bible have to say about mental health, and how do we navigate our faith if uh, anxiety and depression has been a part of our reality? We're going to talk about this and as always, in an intimate setting, and we're going to take your questions as well. If you are a monthly partner, you already know that the best way for you to be a part is to look for your equipper encouragement and to register uh, with the registration information and details that are uh, within that email. All you have to do is go to your email inbox, type in equipper encouragement. It will come up and you just follow uh, the instructions provided for you there. If you're not a monthly partner, please become one today so you can be a part of this conversation and all of the benefits of being a monthly partner are afforded to you as well. 50% off all Moody published items. You know that we're praying for you each and every day as well as these Zoom webinars and so much more. Dial the number 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Forty-one, forty-four, And until we're together again next time, as always, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.